It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. We all seem to have that inner critic inside our heads. I have a committee, the itty-bitty shitty committee. You know what I mean, that nagging voice, or voices in my case, that knocks us down and drags us down the road of self-sabotage and self-neglect. A strong, positive sense of self-esteem is your first step to anything you wish to accomplish. Discover who you truly are, that gorgeous, talented, fabulous woman who deserves recognition and unconditional love. You know the most beautiful thing any woman can wear is confidence. Here on Confidence in Bloom with the Divas That Care Network, I, Tina Spolatini, speak with women living in their own self-confidence about who they truly are, how they found themselves, and how they care for themselves. Today I'm speaking with Debbie Jo Horton, or DJ Horton. DJ is nationally recognized for her work with small business owners and developing leaders. DJ is a CPA and holds a BSA in accounting from Bryant University and a Master's in Global Organizational Leadership from Johnson & Wales University. She splits her time helping grow an international team of Neora independent brand partners and sharing her insights into the aging process on her bi-weekly broadcasts. She is a woman of abundance and enjoys helping others find the abundance they have within their reach with integrity. She is constantly and consistently striving to better herself with personal development and growth, becoming the best version of herself while always having the best intention for others. DJ lives in Riverside, Rhode Island, and is the mom of three, grandma to four humans and, and four four-legged grands. Welcome, DJ. Thank you so much, Tina. It's so nice to have you here. Uh, now, you are a um, I, I, retired accountant, am I right? Yes, I like to refer to it as a recovering CPA. <laughs> recovering? Okay, so I like that. I I didn't want to say retirement, retired because I wasn't. I don't think you're old enough to be retired. Oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I love talking about all the advantages to aging, especially when you don't look like you are. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe tell us a little bit how you. Um, um, I, the word had just slipped my tongue here how you moved from your CPA business or your tax, I think it was tax, right? You did taxes. Yep. Yeah. How did you go from from that, you know, professional business to the business that you have right now with Neora? Interesting question. So, you know, life always throws at you things you don't think that you can handle. And somehow it also serves up all the exact things at the exact moments that you need it. And I was like living life large. I had an international tax business. I lived on an island off the coast of Rhode Island for most of the year, but I also spent almost four months out of every year in Costa Rica. 
And a girlfriend handed me a bottle of night cream and asked me to try it for a week and give me her, give her my beautiful, uh, brutally honest opinion. And I was the type of gal that, like, I washed my face with water. I don't like to admit that now, but I did not do any of the things. Didn't wear the makeup, nothing. I grew up on a farm, and I didn't have time for that. And it's not like I would get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and be on a then Skype call with one of my clients in another country. I am not getting up an hour earlier to put my face on. Like, what you see is what you get. That was my attitude. And she was really smart in having me take a before picture. She texts me every night to use it and then have me take an after picture. When she sent the pictures back to me side by side, all the crow's feet were gone, not diminished, but gone. And I went, she doctored the pictures. And, of course, I go back to my phone and my pictures and, nope, those were my pictures. Those were my results. So it was easy to use, and it didn't take any time at all. You just put it on, go to bed, wash it off in the morning. And I thought, I can do this. So I'm going to start my skincare routine with one product. Um, the results were incredible. And then I did her tax return, and I went, what on earth is this woman doing that she's making this kind of money? And um, lo and behold, I decided that, you know, brilliant tax mind went, huh, wait a minute. If I join the business, I can write off my skincare by using the last week of my bottle as a sample for somebody else. Yes, please. So I jumped in, and I earned my money back in 62 days doing taught simple strategies in 15 to 20-minute segments three to five hours a week. And I thought, okay, I can do this. Well, then my husband was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And you cannot do someone's financials sitting in a doctor's waiting room week after week. But I could say, hey, Tina, you're sitting here with me week after week. Would you watch this video and give me some feedback? Would you try this product and give me some feedback? And, you know, with a 30-day money-back guarantee, the only thing you have to lose is wrinkles. So it grew while my practice shrank. And after he passed away, I was left with the, what do I do now? And I chose fun. This Neuro business is a ton of fun. The people that I have met, the money is great. Don't get me wrong, but that is not top of mind when I talk about my business, the relationships that I've built, the confidence that it creates in others. And being you know, a trainer of leaders and development of leaders, this was like the perfect thing for me to do. And when I say... I developed friendships that will last a lifetime. I would get phone calls at 5 a.m. in the morning here on the East Coast from people who didn't make a dime off of my sales because I was not in their downline. And I would get, what can I do to help you today? And it real, made me realize just how precious life is and how precious those relationships are that we're cultivating because as I said, they did not make a dime off of doing anything for me. But when I told that story the first time, I realized that most of those people lived in California. They were setting their alarm clock to get up or stay up 
at 2 o'clock in the morning to call me at 5 because they knew I had to get a boat. That's dedication. Wow. Not to a business, yeah. but to a human being. And that is what feels my fate of, of being a Niara brand partner. And knowing that the company really put values and people above everything else is just absolutely incredible. So I sold my international practice five and a half years ago. So no more taxes. I file taxes, but I do not prepare them. I pay the woman that bought my business to prepare them for me, and I just write the check. Wow. that's And now isn't that like, I mean, I'm sure you loved your job as an accountant. You know, we all have, all our jobs have something we don't love, right? But, I mean, you wouldn't get into something like accounting if you didn't really like the numbers. Right. 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 Yeah. So Neora yeah. is a, an MLM, and but you you know I know like I sold um, well I still sell Rodan and Fields, and when I started with that, I couldn't believe like the change in like first of all you're surrounded by these people that want to support you they want to help you grow, but even mm-hmm. just in personal growth like I you know I started down this path of personal growth, and I owe that all to Rodan and Fields. Like, I, it set me on a path, right? So there's no, I mean, okay, not everybody likes the MLM work, right? I mean, and not everybody is meant to do that, right? But it, it also opens up so many different pathways for us in, in to, you know, expand our growth. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And, and you know, People have had different experiences with network marketing, and so a lot of times, you know, they're basing it on that experience that they had, which is not necessarily the experience they would have with every team or with every company. So I, I, you know, being a CPA, having a CPA background, I always was very critical, we'll say, about you know, those kinds of um, companies. But what I really loved about finding the right company is that even as a CPA, I will tell you the best, absolutely hands down, best business model there is, is direct sales. Why? Because you don't have to spend hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars on a brick and mortar or even a franchise Something that you can do, you know, even on the side while you're doing something else. And depending on what it is that you want to get out of that, you can you can pretty much make it what you want. And I love, and I'm not even sure that you are aware of this, Tina, but seven years ago, Neora and Jeff, Jeff Olson sued the Federal Trade Commission in the United States, the FTC, because they were trying to skirt around the law and bully small businesses, not just direct sales, though that was a definite focus of theirs, but one of the things they were trying to do was to not allow the use of independent contractors and only be able to pay those independent contractors on their personal sales, not a team commission or any other bonuses. And a lot of of, um, direct sales companies folded not 
necessarily because they were a bad company. It was just that they didn't want to fight or spend the money to fight or have the money to fight to make it right. Well, seven years ago, we decided that we weren't going to let them bully us or anybody else because other small businesses use that same type of model. If you think of a real estate broker, a real estate broker has agents underneath them. They make a percentage of the commissions that those agents get, but they also hold all the licenses. So there's multiple reasons why you would do it that way. And if the FTC continued on that path, they could have shut down so many small businesses. And in the United States, small businesses make up the majority of the economy. And in direct sales, more than 80% of, of those brand partners, distributors, whatever you want to call them, are women. And that's their way of contributing to the family outside of a normal nine-to-five job and not give up the role of raising your children. So we did that seven years, $23 million in legal fees later. Last Thursday, a federal court judge who typically sides on the side of government and the consumer came down and in summary said that all of the Federal Trade Commission's requests were denied, that we won, hands down. They left absolutely no room for the FTC to appeal and came out and said that in light of a a vigorous compliance program and proactive efforts, Nuora takes to curb problematic statements of their brand partners through training they are hands down the gold standard in direct sales. We made history wow. by challenging the FTC and their overreach with a landmark ruling. So from this point forward, any case will be measured against Neora because 90% mm. of our total sales are personal use, not because we make people wow. stock inventory that is just so incredible and what i love beyond the fact that we won hands down was the fact that our leadership in the field and in corporate were willing to put our values first they didn't make any compromises they said nope this is what's right and we're going to back that up with everything we've got and you know, as one of the leaders in the company, that was huge to me. I, I in addition to having my international tax practice, also had a, an international leadership and management development company. And personal development, it runs through my veins. <laughs> I, my passion, my mission in life is to help make people better. And as a CPA, I thought I was helping in a very small way, but in, in finances, which is an important way. But I really feel that with my podcast advantages to aging and as a founding brand partner with Neora, and especially with the the ruling that just came down, that I am helping make people better and positively impacting the lives of millions. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, 
that's huge, right? It is. Because so it, it impacts whole... so many. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so many. I don't know a whole lot about Neora. I do have a friend um, that is a partner. Um, but it, it's mainly skin care and hair care. Am I right? So um, it's skincare, hair care, wellness, and weight management. Exception of our um, Slim and Skin, which is a marine collagen, all clean, plant-based um, products. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I don't I don't really want to talk about like Neora and the product. I want mm-hmm. to talk more about you. Um, but I mean, obviously, you know, Neora has a lot to do with who you are today because your mission, like you said, is to make people better. And you know, with Neora and their products, I mean, obviously, that's how part of how you do that. Now, you have right. a podcast, and it's called Advantages to Aging. Am I right? Yes, you are. Right. So, what what are the advantages to aging? Tell me. Oh, my goodness, Tina, there are so many advantages to aging, and I don't care if you're in your 20s or your 90s. If you wake up tomorrow, you've aged, and you have a choice. We all have a choice, not only every day, but every moment of every day, and how we're going to react to things, how what our expectations are. And if you are constantly focused on the negatives, and I love my mom dearly. She is the reason that I hear and exist. But she has a very negative mindset to aging. If you asked her, she said she would say she absolutely doesn't. But she was the type of person that she's always saying, well, wait until you hit your 30s. This is going to start to go wrong, and that's going to start to go wrong. Wait until you hit your 50s and you start to go into menopause. Well, I was medically induced into menopause at the age of 32 when I had to have a hysterectomy. So there's like... I'm not going like, well, I'm still in my 30s, so I'm not going to wait until I'm in my 50s. Like, I'm going to be thankful every day that I had that hysterectomy, which potentially saved my life. Like, it's about the mindset of getting older. You have the choice to focus on the negative. You have the choice to focus on the positive. Whatever it is that you choose to focus on, that's what you're attracting into your life. So why on earth? Would you want to be focusing on all the disadvantages of getting older? Right. And and who says, right, like wait wait till you're in your 50s and menopause sets in, who says that menopause has to be a negative experience? Right? True. I mean, Very it's all, it's all in the eyes of the, the beholder. That I did not ever have to buy another tampon or napkin ever. <laughs> At least not for my right. <laughs> I remember saying that to my mom, and she's and and she said it's there's more to it than just that, right? It's the way your body feels inside. But I, I mean, I'm in the middle of it right now, and I feel like some days I feel better than I did when I was in my 30s, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, most days I don't, but there are still those really good days. But I wouldn't say that I always feel crappy right and that's what i know and there are things that you can do to help combat that and it's not not meaning that you need to go to the gym every day it's about making sure that you are getting enough water that's the big huge thing is the older you get the more water you need and a lot of people go like oh no because i'm in the bathroom all the time not if you drink it in 
like consistently throughout the day in small amounts and build yourself up. Like if you're only drinking four ounces a day, well, don't turn around and change it to 60 or 80 ounces like overnight. Like no, incrementally go up. That is key to good health is being hydrated. As you age, it's easier for dehydration to set in and it also has more noticeable, I guess would be the right word, um, side effects. So there are things that you can do in terms of taking care of yourself so that you don't have to worry about being on medications. I'm in my 60s, and my mother is always saying, yeah, well, wait until, you know, your your medications double. And I was like, well, Mom, I'm not on any medications. And she goes, well, of course you are. You're in your 60s. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, I am healthy. I don't have, I am not on any prescription medications at all, none. And she doesn't believe that. So I was like, well, it's not possible. And of course it's possible. She had the expectation of having to be on all kinds of medications as she got older. And she is. She's diabetic. She has AFib. She has asthma. She has a sleep apnea, which she refuses to deal with. You know, there's like all these things because that's what she was expecting and that's what she's getting. And I'm not saying that if you never expect to get sick, you won't ever get sick, but you bounce back faster, right? You have a different attitude when something does happen. Say, like, this is temporary. I can fix Right, especially if you are looking after yourself, right? Like if you're looking after yourself, you're doing all the right things. You know, you still might get sick, but you will heal from it a lot easier or it may not come as strong as others that don't look after themselves. Exactly, exactly. But yeah. And it's also a matter of attitude, right? I mean, that's not to say that by having a positive attitude, you'll never get a terminal illness. That's totally not true. But the quality of your life and the the end of your life is going to be so much better than someone who has a negative attitude and still goes through that. They typically pass away faster. They give up, whereas someone with a more positive attitude says, all right, what can I do to, one, help ease my family and my loved ones into my passing? And there's still a whole lot I want to get done, so let's see how much of it I can get done. You know, it's we have a choice every day whether or not we want to be happy. And in that choice comes a lot of other little choices that create the life that we're living. So that's, you know, one good choice or one bad choice isn't going to make it go one way or the other, but there are so many things that as we spend more time on this earth, we learn a lot of things like, um, and in the topics that we cover are like all over the place. So it's not just, like health related, um, although I do. There's, there's. Uh, Dr. Green has been a guest three times, and he really talks about um, going through menopause and hormone replacement. And when I was growing up, I was always told, and again, think about who it's coming from. Uh, my mother that has the negative mindset of, you know, like wait as long as possible before going on hormone replacement because hormone replacement is horrible. You'll have all of these negative side effects. Well, in talking with him, I found that I should have started 
way back when because I would have been able to take the hormone replacement therapy. At my age now, the risk of heart disease is way too high. It's, it's not something that I would want to risk. So not that I have, like, bad hot flashes or anything like that because I still take very good care of myself, but know what it is that your, you know, what your options are. Know what those options are so that you can make your decisions based on not necessarily what other people think, but having done the research, not a Google search, but a research of what those options might be. Um, I've had a, a guest on a couple of times that talks about caring for someone with Alzheimer's or dementia and things that you should be looking for and how you should take care of yourself through the process, not just the person that you're caring for. So I really love to to help give people options. Open their eyes to what's possible. Because through seeing the possibilities, you can create the best version of you while having the best intentions for others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aging, like I know um, aging has never been like a positive conversation by any means. Um, and I noticed, like, back, you know, like, in the early 2000s, my husband and I bought some property in, in Phoenix, and we were, you know, you're driving around, and we're trying to get to know the city, and I remember all the billboards were all about, you know, Botox and, um, like, cosmetic surgery and, you know, making your body thin, and I thought, oh, my goodness, what kind of a world are we living in? Like, aging has become, like, you know, it's like it's a demon now, right? And I, at the time, I used to think, man, if we could make it to 60, we're doing great. Like, how many people don't make it to 60, right? Why do we have to be 60 and look like we're 20, right? I mean, I don't, I don't really get that. I don't, I don't understand the whole, the whole, um, you know, vanity part of that. I think it's, you know, a blessing to get old. I mean, nobody wants to get old. You know, but when we look at the old people around us, we think, "What are, they've lived this beautiful life, right?" And well, as, I don't know. As like, I often tell people, you know, especially if they say, "Well, you know, I, I earned all these wrinkles," but I don't know whether or not you earned them smiling or being really grumpy. <laughs> so, take care of yourself. <laughs> look as young as you want to look, um, because oftentimes. And, and this can go either way, you know, whether you're uh, older than what you look or you are um, young, you older than what you look or younger than what you look. People's first impression of you is made in less than one second. So they are not making a decision on who you are, what you stand for based on your brilliance. It is 100% on the way you look and the way you carry yourself. So it's that energy. It's not just the way you look, but that that energy. And if you reflect aging or being negative, people don't want to be around you. If if you're, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm going to have to take care of them because they're older. Um, You know, I, I love when people think that I'm a lot younger than I actually am. 
But on the other hand, I also have a friend who is in their early 40s, and and they've had a a hard life. Um, But their attitude also reflects that. They've had cancer three times, survived it, and I'm like, be thankful you survived it, not be focused on the fact that you've had cancer three times. You've won three times. Like, where is your mindset here? And people think that, that she's older than me. I'm twice her age. Wow. Well, not quite. Wow. Close. <laughs> and, wow. And it well, really I know my does. daughter and I, mean, I like, yeah. My daughter and I get mistaken for sisters. And sometimes I look at these people and I go, seriously, like I look older than her, right? But lots of people ask us if we're sisters. Well, you know, the, my daughter and, and I have 20. the same thing. And my, and my daughter says, Excuse me, so do you think that she looks young or I look old? <laughs> I always leave it. I just leave it. I'm like, you know what? Just take the compliment and leave it at that. Yeah, but it's not necessarily a compliment for them. <laughs> no, for them it's not. You're right. But I take it as a compliment. I don't let my daughter speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. How old did you say your daughter was? She's 22. She's, you, she's, oh, my God. She's I, young, have, I have a right? grandson older than your daughter. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you were a baby when you started your family. Oh, thank you for thinking that, but it's totally not true. <laughs> wow. And I would say it does matter that you take kids. care of yourself and you expect. I, I've, I've said from the early I mean, even as a kid, I said, I'm going to live to 117 and I'm going to be very healthy and have all my brains about me. So oh, good for I'm, you. I'm like good midlife at this point, beyond midlife at this point. <laughs> oh, I love that. So, t- so give our listeners um, the advice that you would give yourself to live to be 117 because that's like, you know, that's a great number to pick. What would you tell our <laughs> listeners to get so there? I- what I would say is, first, what you expect is what you get. But it's not what I expect in this moment. It's what I expect long term, day after day, moment after moment. So watch your thoughts because those thoughts are what you really believe, whether you're voicing them or not. If they're bouncing around your head, you're giving value to them. So feed yourself with positivity Like, know that anything is possible. All you have to do is decide and then take action. So that means taking good care of your body because guess what? You only get one. It means taking care of your mind because what you put in your mind is what your life resembles. And and three is to always be kind to others starting with you. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today, DJ. Well, thank you, Tina, for asking me. You are always such an inspiration. I am looking forward to seeing you again soon. Oh, and you will. You will for sure. Thank you so much, DJ. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. 
It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape, so if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at InfoBloomStyling or by email at tina at InfoBloomStyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on DivasThatCare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.